Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the 10-minute podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. This is episode number 48. On today's show, I'm going to be discussing the top five threats to civilization. I know, a very uplifting topic for the day. Uh, so I was thinking the other day that I've been reading a few books that uh, talk about different things that could threaten our civilization. And that made me think, what do I think are the most likely ways our civilization, our modern civilization could end? So I thought I'd just give my top five reasons. I wrote an article about this that's going to be on my website, so I'll link to that in the show notes, which can be found at ericsammons.com slash podcast slash 48. Now, one thing before I get to my list, I just want to mention, make sure it's clear what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about necessarily the uh, destruction of the world, like an asteroid hitting us and destroying us, or a zombie apocalypse or something like that. I'm talking more about our, our modern civilization, Western civilization, which I believe is the greatest civilization ever. Now, I do think it's possible it could be improved, but it's the best one we've got so far. I'm talking about how Western civilization could end so that we could be uh, brought back to, you know, the Stone Ages or maybe not even that far, but just brought to a uh, regress from our modern civilization. And so what are some of the things that could threaten to end Western civilization? And also, I'm not talking about necessarily the means by which, although one's kind of like that. Like, for example, you know, a nuclear war would do that. But what would cause a nuclear war? That's probably the more important question, not necessarily just, you know, bombs dropping. Um, but who would shoot them off? Who would fire them at, and for what reasons? So here's what I think are the top threats, the top five threats. Number five, I think the collapse of the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is really how Western civilization exists today because it took the great uh, civilization of Greece, of Rome, and it melded it into Christianity and created what we now call Western civilization. It's been the civilizing force of the world, the greatest civilizing force in the history of the world. Now, I know today, many people would scoff at that. They think of the Catholic Church and they immediately think, oh, it's the Dark Ages. That's going, you know, that's going backwards, not forwards. But the fact is, the values that Western civilization has now, like tolerance, uh, respect for the dignity of each person, things like that, those are all because of the Catholic Church. If not for the Catholic Church, if you look at, for example, pre-Christian times, Roman times, None of that existed. I mean, there was uh, things like slavery. There was you know, women were treated awfully. Uh, you know, babies were just left on the, um, uh, you know, on the on the walls if you didn't want them. And and you know, anything that's bad today in the world, like abortion or something like that, is because we have forgotten those values that the Catholic Church has given to the world. Unfortunately, though. The Catholic Church has been in decline since at least the time of the Protestant Reformation. It's weakened its its uh, ability to impact the world. And I think it's accelerating over the past maybe 50 years how quickly it's collapsing. And by the way, also, when I mean collapse, I'm not saying the Catholic Church would disappear. I believe as a Catholic that our Lord will, will protect the Catholic Church always. It will always exist. But there's no promise from our Lord that it will exist as a powerful force in the world. It might be 20 people holed up somewhere. So that's what I mean by collapse, just simply that it would not have an impact anymore on the world. And I think, though, if the Catholic Church does collapse, there, there's a need for—there's a void that's created. In fact, I think that's what's happened over the past, you know, 50 years especially. There's this void created that needs to be filled in. And so what would fill the void? And those are my next three on my list are things that I think would fill the void of a collapsed Catholic Church. 
The first one, which is number four on my list, is a nationalistic right. Another term for this might be the alt-right. Now, some people might think that's a little bit counterintuitive because supposedly the purpose of the nationalistic right is to preserve Western civilization. But I don't really think that's true. I think, unfortunately, it's gotten too focused on race instead of on, on culture. And so it has views that are contrary to Christianity, to Western civilization. And so I think it could be something that would uh, bring down uh, Western civilization because I think it's at its root, it's fundamentally a pagan and anti-Christian movement because it just sees power as a way to get what it wants. And so I definitely um, think that that's a possibility. Now, I have it fourth, which means it's not as likely as the ones ahead of it. And some people might think, oh, well, I don't even think it really has that much of a chance. It's an overblown movement. And that might be true in America right now, but I think it's more prevalent in Europe. And so I think it does have a possibility of growing and becoming more of a movement. And whereas I don't think Donald Trump is himself a card-carrying member of the alt-right, I do feel like his campaign gave it too much credence, and I do think, um, in general, it hasn't been strong enough, his, his administration has been strong enough in kind of condemning that. So I do think that the nationalistic right is a threat to Western civilization, a threat to Western civilization. Okay, number three, another thing that I think could fill the void of a collapsed Catholic church is the totalitarian left. I've talked about, I've had an article about this before. I, I linked to it in my article. Basically, it's a movement that seeks to impose by force, if necessary, a very specific way of, a very specific worldview on the population, and you must comply with it. And if you don't, you will be punished. You might lose your job, you might be arrested, you know, who knows what could happen. And so, for example, you must accept that gay marriage is fine and it should be legal and there's nothing wrong with it. You must accept that if a, if a man decides he's a 13-year-old girl, then that's what, exactly what he is, and you can't challenge that. And again, if you do, you'll be vilified and even perhaps at some point even arrested. Now, the totalitarian left, it wants to seek, it, it wants to destroy Western civilization. That's the purpose of it. And so I could very well see um, if it's given enough power that it could do so. And I think this is a definite threat. Um, it's been halted a bit in our country by, you know, uh, Trump winning, although I think in some ways that might. Trump being president might give it uh, a galvanizing force, and it might come back even more powerfully. So that's that's definitely a threat that we need to be aware of. Another one, number two on my list of top threats, is militant Islam. Uh, although so I would say maybe not militant Islam isn't even the best name, maybe just fundamentalist Islam, people who actually believe and do what the Quran and what uh, Muhammad, the Prophet Muhammad, tell them to do. And so we see the rise, of course, of militant Islam over the, the past decades, and it's a real threat, and it's unfortunately has a very good chance of basically overtaking Europe. Um, through just ridiculous immigration policies that allow just anybody and everybody in without any type of security in mind, I think militant Islam could definitely, uh, Islam today could accomplish what it's been trying to accomplish for centuries, which is basically conquering uh, Europe and specifically conquering Rome. I think that's a very definite possibility. And that, of course, would definitely bring about the end of Western civilization because it would bring us back to a, um, a lifestyle that is, needs to be uh, consistent with Islam, you know, Sharia-type law. 
And so that could be a, a definite problem. Now, notice on all three of the last ones I mentioned, the nationalistic right, the t uh, totalitarian left, the mil and militant Islam, they each, I think, are rising because of the collapse of Catholicism, collapse of Christianity, if you want, in the world. Because people need something greater than them to uh, believe in and to be part of. And when Christianity uh, uh, basically ceased to exist as a civilization, then all of a sudden they need something, people need something else. I think that's what these things help to, to um, fill that void, the, the right, the left, and militant Islam. But the first threat on my list, the top three on my left, I, I, I say, is runaway artificial intelligence. And of course, this is not really a cultural or a religious or political movement, but it's more a technological movement. Um, I, I know enough about technology to be scared of it. And if you look at how uh, artificial intelligence already exists today, it, now it's very rudimentary, you know, like you know, talking to Alexa or Siri on your phone or even like Netflix knowing uh, what movies you might be interested in. That's all AI on a very basic level. So we already have it. But I really think the, the biggest problem is if you look at the people who are developing AI, they are mostly atheists with a, a very kind of distorted worldview, and I don't, I don't trust them to develop the safeguards that are needed. And so it would not surprise me if by 2050, maybe even earlier, maybe by 2030, if we had powerful enough AI that I don't know, whereas I don't think, you know, artificial intelligence can gain a consciousness, I do think it can basically per act in such a way that it appears to have a consciousness. And so it could act to defend itself. It could act to, uh, just in wanting to further its programming, it could say, well, the best way to further my programming would be to use human beings as matter, you know, for energy. And so you, you never know what could happen there. So that could be a, a complete destruction of our, our way of living um, through artificial intelligence. And so I think even that one, as long with all the other ones, really the response is a stronger Catholic church. Because I think if we had a strong Catholic church, it could be the moral guidepost for even those technologists that are creating artificial intelligence. Uh, I don't think that's even plausible today, but that would be a way to recover from that. And it also would be a good uh, bulwark against uh, militant Islam, against totalitarian left, and against the nationalistic right. So really, in the end, uh, it's the class of the Catholic Church that could bring that you know, likely will bring about the end of Western civilization, although the means will be one of these other things. Um, so I just hope and pray that uh, the church can strengthen itself over the years and can resist these threats. And so all of these things will just look like uh, me being uh, sensationalistic in, in the years. I'd love to, uh, you know, my last days, many years from now, realize I was completely wrong on this. Uh, but let's hope and pray that's the case. Okay, well, that's it for today's show. I went a little over today because I thought this was an interesting topic I wanted to talk about. If you like this, uh, please rate and review on iTunes. And until next time, keep swimming against the stream.